Hello. Hello. All right, that's working. How are you? Beat. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Still trying to pick a baby to sleep right now. So. If you hear crying or a little bit of screaming, you know it's my baby. Because, <laughs> of course, gotta do 99,000 things before I get on here. Mm. Oh. What else am I doing? Hello, people. Who's, who just is watching? Oh, there's three people watching. Hi. Whoever just got on. Whoever's watching, this is the last day of my hair like this. Getting my hair braided tomorrow. Hola, Gloria. Hola. Hello. Hello. Are we missing Ellen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I kind of assume so because of baby Bambino. Yeah, baby Bo. So cute. Oh my God, such a chunker. <laughs> All right, in the meantime, I will start Intro. Your spiel. My spiel. The disclaimers. Uh, your disclaimers. Right. My disclaimers. Get it together. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't even have my glasses on. Looks very blurry. All right. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, listeners. Uh, know that this podcast is sponsored by Perfect Pieces of Puzzle. Hi, Lindsay. I love you. I miss you. Um, uh, <laughs> distracted. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Um, you digress. I know. You digress. Always, digress. <laughs> Always digressing. Please believe. Uh, da -da -da -da. The podcast is of the sole opinions of the co-hosts and not of Perfect Piece of the Puzzle, Citywide Council on Special Education, or Parent to Parent of New York State. Uh, tonight we have uh, Gloria Corsino, Mama of Three, Warrior of Many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two boys. Slogan, Warrior of Many. Warrior of Many. <laughs> I felt like it just came That's to me. I felt like it was a catchy line. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. <laughs> uh, she has two boys that are on the spectrum. We also have uh, Maria Liriano, Mom of Two. Uh, I have no catchy line for you, Maria. Sorry. Oh, that's so nice of you. I'm not surprised. Not surprised. No catchy. I think it's only a one-time thing, so I think next time I'll get a one-liner for somebody else, and then everybody else won't yeah. have one. Yeah, okay. I'm only we'll good see. for one. We'll see one. Yeah, okay. Watch when Ellen comes back on. It'll be one. You introduce her. Let's see. <laughs> Ellen's coming. Ellen's coming. Yeah, All right. she's here. <laughs> she's coming on. She's coming on. She's here. Yeah. Yeah, here, Ellen. <laughs> she's coming on. I got. She got to tap. She got to call in so I can let her in. But Maria Liriana has two awesome boys. Uh oh! I got. I got a good liner. One who's already in college, but a newborn, pretty much. <laughs> yeah! We're going to his wedding. We're going to his wedding. Right, his wedding <laughs> next week. COVID baby. Um, <laughs> yes. This is what happens in COVID. Babies become men. 
<laughs> I know they they come out. Remember that movie with Brendan Fraser where he lives underground? Well, maybe I'm dating myself because I'm older than you guys. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So there's. Are a you having a good time? <laughs> yes. Hi, Ellen. Hi. Okay, do an intro, Gloria. Tell your story oh, when yeah. I finish my intros. Jeez, Louise. Um, <laughs> and then we, we now have, we now have on. No, I'll introduce myself first. I am Trisha Bermudez. I have one child, <laughs> and he has so a far. right one. One so far, still single. So <laughs> it'll be one until after this is over or whatever yeah, it looks huh? like. Um, <laughs> right, slide into the DM. Very single. Uh, my son has a rare chromosome, Talisha. It's gonna be a good night. I see it already. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and we have Ellen McHugh, uh, mom of three, uh, <laughs> grandma of three. Right, right. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. yeah. And so Ellen just um, got a new addition to the family. So Daniel McHugh. Let's say congratulations and give her a round of applause. Yay. Yay. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a hot mess tonight. Oh, God. All right. Purpose of this podcast is, is to provide a relatable voice to, for parents of children with disabilities, is to provide information and direct contact with persons at the DOE for support regarding special education-related services in New York City. And, of course, we already started providing entertainment for the masses. <laughs> you are in rare form today, Trisha. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I, I really am. Okay. Confession. I already started drinking earlier. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that might be too much information. <laughs> it was a hard seltzer. Oh, that doesn't count. But I didn't eat before I had the hard seltzer, so that wasn't a good look. Yeah, Not a smart yeah. idea, people. No hard seltzers on an empty stomach. Mm. At all. At all. Oh. Listen to listen to Gloria like she knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I had a vertigo episode earlier. Oh no. Which was worse than a hangover and worse than anything else because I was driving and it came on. Oh, God. And I don't know how I even parked my car straight, but I couldn't get out of the car. So my son had to come down and get me oh. and bring me up that, here because I couldn't even. Is that what? Has that happened before? You know, it has. Um, when I'm. And I didn't think I had a. A cold. I mean, I don't have a cold, but sometimes with allergies, you'll get fluid behind your eardrum. Well, you get a post nasal drip that drips behind your ear, and because your your nose and throat are connected, I must have gotten. And I kind of felt like I, my I was underwater, like my ears were clogged. Mm -hmm. But I didn't attribute it to a vertigo episode coming on until I turned the corner onto my street and I felt it. Oh, no. And as soon as I said, I was like, oh. And I'm like, I felt like I was sideways, but I'm driving straight. And I was like, okay, I had to slow down. Thank wow. God I found a parking spot right in front of my house. Parked the car and called my son. So thank God for Siri, I was able to tell him to come down because it was not a good thing. So I drank the Sudafed and went to bed. And here we are much better. Thank God. You're going to see the doctor, right? You know, it's happened before, and I have meclazine, but I hate the way it makes me feel because oh, you actually feel worse afterwards. So I usually just take a Sudafed. Um, and then what I did was I um, took a Claritin to, to clear up the fluid for allergies, and I'm better now, thank God. I just usually know when I feel it coming on before I head out the door. This time it hit me while I was driving, so that was... Another reason oh, not to drive in the Bronx. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> well, it, it, it had nothing to do with the Bronx, okay? It's a good time roll. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good night tonight. <laughs> it sure is. All right, topic at hand. Back to school. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Oh. They ain't going. They ain't going. They ain't going. Let me repeat yeah. it. They ain't going. <laughs> yep. Alan, don't don't sound so excited. I'm not excited. I'm, I'm frustrated by the fact that as much as people chatter, they won't admit to the necessity. We're the largest yeah. school system in the world. You know, we're larger than most countries, and we're looking at high schools with six thousand kids in them, three thousand kids in them. Junior high schools with 1,800, 2,100, and many of them at a at 110, 140, some at 160 percent capacity. Even if half of the population said no, we're going to do remote, it would only make the building 100 percent at capacity instead of 150 percent at capacity. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not sure that remote learning is a positive thing, especially for our kids. But at the same time, it's really frustrating for me to see adults or hear adults say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only 1% infection rate. We're all going back. Mm -hmm. They haven't even... They haven't even gotten the results of the survey. What are they going to do if tomorrow morning, after they drill down and get into the weeds and all those other lovely little euphemisms everybody likes to use, and they find out that 60% of the families decided that the kids aren't going to go back? Right. Well, to put a damper on that, um... How you damn can it be? Yeah, I'm like, well, Jesus. Well, the, well, do you remember the, the picture of the young, of the student that posted in Georgia, the crowded hallway of all the yeah. kids not being able to socially distance? Nine yeah. of those kids tested positive. Meanwhile, he was suspended for posting that picture. Uh, he was suspended for posting that picture, so his parents are suing for infringement of his First Amendment right because he posted it on his social media. Um, he didn't post it on a public, uh, a public school site or he wasn't violating their codes. He was using his uh, social media site to show that social distancing was impossible because they were governed, they were ordered by Governor Kemp to go back. And nine of those kids in that hallway tested positive for COVID. So my concern is, like you said, um, you know, one test can turn this around. You know, um, uh, Trisha and I spoke the other day about uh, what model her principal is going to use, and my principal is using the model five A, which I think you uh, discussed, uh, Trisha. Am I correct? No, mine is using okay. 4A. Okay, mine is using 5A, but one week on, one week off. Because she found that with uh, with most of our children who are on the spectrum, she said the kids who can do the remote, the parents decided that they were going to keep the remote. But for our students who, have, who are on the spectrum, who consistency is hard, you send them to school two days, go back three days, it's too confusing. It's easier to do one week on and one, you know, one with remote. So I find that as much as a, as a challenge that is to me, I have to agree with her with the fact that if at least they can get all the related services in that week, I can get Stephen to function the following week and I found a day program that I can send them to that's socially distant, three floors, only 18 individuals, so six per floor. They pick them up 
and the and and they they all have individual cars to pick up the the individual. Okay, so let's uh, let's just double back a little bit just to give people that are listening a little detail about what these models look like. Who's cooking? Right? Who's cooking? It's not me. It's not me. Um, I'm there. Uh, so, <laughs> so model models one, two, and one and two apply to elementary, middle, and high school. Mm-hmm. Model three applies just to middle and high school. Model four and five apply to District Seventy Five. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's let's start from bottom up. I guess that's probably be easier than trying to drill down the rest of them. So bottom up, District Seventy Five models four and five. So my school decided we're doing model four A, which is uh, Group A the first week, Group B the second week. Now I was hoping for model four B, which is Group with which includes group C, which is 100% back. <laughs> All day, every day? All every day, every day. They got got to go. Got He's got to go. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you what he said to me today. I'm like, yeah, you got to go back to school, chief. Um, group model five another for district 75 which is 5a the first week group a goes to school monday tuesday wednesday group b goes in thursday friday of that first week the second week group b goes in monday then group a goes in tuesday wednesday and then group b comes back on Thursday, Friday. Sounds exciting. Sounds confusing. Very, very confusing. Very. And that's and that's pretty much. And then for group for five B, you're just adding group C into it, which is one hundred percent back. Double back to models one to three, it gets even more confusing. Which I'm like. How does that work? And Maria, I think you can speak to models one to three and what Jackson School has decided upon. But for model 1A, which is elementary, middle, high school, group A first week is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And then group B is Wednesday, Friday, clearly. And then flip to the second week, which is group B is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Group A, Tuesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. One. Yeah, so, so they all connect. I mean, it, this gets worse. I, I just can't keep up. I, it's horrible. Yeah. So there, which it's it's basically two days one week, three days the next week, and they alternate Mondays. Whoa. Um, that's the gist of it. I'm having a real issue with um, getting any answers about related services because if my child is only attending school twice a week or three days a week, um, I'm not going to be you know, fond of him getting pulled out for services. Um, and they haven't said how they're going to push in any services if there are a limited amount of people who can be in one room. And no one has any answers. And um, this is, it's a mess. It's a mess. So the only answers to to the question of, you know, what about related services? It's related services will be provided. Okay, how? Well, we haven't received any direction with that yet. So Has anybody talked to you about... Has anybody heard about maybe like, I don't know, splitting the day? So 
there's a morning session from 9.30 to 12.30. And then there's an afternoon session from 1.30 to 4 o'clock. I mean... I I heard someone say something like that, and then I heard them say the whole like dismissal arrival would be too much. Um, so, but I, I don't know. I don't, you know, there. I even spoke to someone who said, "Why don't they just have um, all the kids who have IEPs go to school full time, and the kids who don't do remote?" That was my idea. <laughs> I was like, come on. Because here's here's what, what I also these are the heard. Most vulnerable kids. Mm -hmm. I heard that the number of students <clears throat> for gen ed is capped at twelve. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm confused. Why <laughs> if that's the case, then our whole I guess District 75 classes can actually function in in their classrooms. But then the way it was broken down for District 75, they're saying that it's based on square footage. Yes. On how many students can be in a class. And I'm like, well, shoot, we're at a disadvantage because we're in co-located spaces, mm -hmm. have half of a floor. Yep. And and now we have to cut down our classes. So so a class of twelve is now showing up with six. A class of six is three. Eight is now four. I mean, how, I don't know. I feel like I'm at Alice's birthday party. You know, when the Mad Hatter starts talking. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It may not be the politest way to refer to leadership at the DOE, but it's certainly not going to be as brutal as when people start commenting with less uh, less of a screen, less of a filter. Woo! Well, you know, and then everyone says, you know, the moment one school has a COVID case, every, everything will be shut down and it'll be back to remote learning for everyone. Yeah, because the breakdown for the the breakdown for uh, the closure is two cases. If there's two cases and two positive cases in the school, then it gets the whole school gets shut down. Yeah. So is it two two students, two staff? To anybody. To okay. anybody. Okay, so then, so then what determines going back then? So every kid has to be tested to go back? Like, what's the, how does that work then? It's a, it's a mandatory 14-day quarantine in order to come back. Yeah, but it's not like anyone's being tested when they get back. The teacher, here's the thing. I but the school said is that the teachers are being tested a week before school opens in order for them to come back. Are they gonna have the 15 minute results like the president, or are they gonna have to wait eight days to get the results back? We're talking two weeks, yeah, exactly. We should invalidate the test. Well, they're asking the ask is is that they do the they go to where where the tests are coming back quick now where is that is it the free testing sites and no. not urgent care well because urgent care is not returning not all of them are turning them back quick yeah i mean i've been, I've been tested twice at in um in the bronx at a at a at a testing site um the one in uh, Neiman College, and I got I got the results in 24 hours both times. Wow! So that's that that's a, that was a testing site then. Yes. Yeah. So 
I guess the rule of thumb, don't go to urgent care if you want to definitely go that quick. Mm-hmm. Wait, can I just make you laugh? Apparently, City MD is giving you a test, a positive test result, even if you don't actually take the test. How can they do that? My girlfriend went to go get a test. The wait time was three to four hours. She could not sit there and wait three to four hours on a line during the heat, but she had already registered. She got a letter a week later that said she had tested positive for COVID, but she never even took the test. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So shout out to City MD who's right. sending out false reports. <laughs> then we wonder why the health commissioner resigned. Not yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just don't know how this whole thing. Well, listen. Here's my. Here is what I'm planning to do. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us. I am going to. It's going to be a trial. We are going to do blended learning on trial. I know how remote learning works. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will. You didn't like it, right? I did not like remote learning, but now I know how it works. Blended learning will only last a month in this household if it does not work out well. So we're talking all of September. All that it entails, that means if it's uh, a bunch of holidays that we have included and it don't work, that is fine by me. I'm not I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to stress about it. I'm, I can't do it. Nah, it's a lot. It, I, I refuse because it's it's literally and and I'm not doing busting. You're gonna take him back and forth. Yeah, I'm I'm skipping busting because his bus para has a a pre-existing health condition, and I do not want to be responsible for this lady's health and well-being. So I told her just put in for her. Um, accommodation. Accommodation. Just do it. But if yeah. it doesn't work for the month of September, one week on, one week off, then then we're just doing one hundred percent remote. And yeah. and that's that. Because I mean, at the end of the day, re, re, let's be realistic. No option is the better option. <laughs> Nothing works. It's all about accommodating yourself to the situation and how you'll be able to manage it. Now, I, for one, no option's good for me unless I marry a millionaire. And then everything's <laughs> a good option. But for right now, single Bob working, solo, no. Um... And then, then to think of the concept of two working parent households, what does that look like? I mean, a lot of jobs are calling people back, and it's not like you could say, hey, job, my kid is going two days today. Mm-hmm. I, I can't exactly. come in the, the third day. I've got to go stay home and do remote learning because my kid can't stay mm-hmm. home by himself. Like, no job's good and want to hear that. Yeah. Absolutely not. They need to get back to their revenue line. Like, they need to make their money. And if you are holding that back, then goodbye to you. Boy, suing the DOE uh, for hardship an option, Ellen? (laughs) Because they can't get their shit together? You know, you can't get, if you can't well, work, this- you're because they can't get their shit together. So maybe if you sue them, they gotta compensate you for. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for the cut from uh, teacher salary, the, the therapy salary, the, the, dad, right. the janitor yeah. salary, the, the kitchen mm-hmm. salary. Yeah. cafeteria <laughs> lady. Well, I'll tell you that the one person they're not going to need to cut in that building is a custodian. Because who's going to be disinfecting the damn place? Right. 
And they have to actually get, they have to do it twice a day. Mm-hmm. So they're and gonna need weekends. more Yeah, they're gonna need more staff. So maybe that's a job for me. Because since I like to clean so much anyway, they've got a good union. <laughs> I am not trying to clean. Listen, I clean three times a day at least in here. Matt is ripping up paper after paper. I'm like, why? <laughs> but you ain't getting paid for it. No, and I'm upset. There you go. At least working for, you know, cleaning up, you're getting paid. And yeah. you get a pension. Listen. And you get a pension, <laughs> Trisha. I'm still, and I'm you still can with. take him to school and your bag. Make sure you're assigned to his school. It's <laughs> <laughs> bringing your kid to work day every day. <laughs> oh my god! Make bad, mm. make laugh. Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's know. a good chuckle, but it's a lousy. Yeah, if you don't want to, it's, no. it's not laugh. It's not a laughable moment, but you don't want to cry either because then you sit here miserable for days just thinking yeah. about all this madness because it just yeah. doesn't make sense. Doesn't add up. Yeah. Where's the yeah. balance? You know. Someone asked me if I if I did my back to school shopping already. I'm like back to school shopping. <laughs> That I haven't left my house shopping is what I do. <laughs> Back to school. school I'm wondering. They should still have supplies. They didn't finish out the Exactly. Supplies. I'm like, wait a minute. What am I buying? They got, they have a couple months worth. <laughs> exactly. We haven't even talked. We haven't even touched on the fact that a lot of teachers are saying they're not going back. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Listen. Yep. And that, you know, I mean, I heard there's a strike pending. It's rough. Well, I there's pending litigation. A... There's pending litigation. They, they're seriously going to sue. I think that there's a small revolution going on in the union itself. People who would never have pushed, no, I shouldn't say never. People who were at least pleased with their union representation are now looking at this and saying, hey, you know, whether you like it or not, you're supposed to protect me. I'm your union member. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of union members feel well protected right now. No. No, mm. not at all. Well, they don't, they certainly don't feel well represented. They because feel protected. Yeah, um, I know that paras that I have spoken to in District 75 who hate being home, or let's, let's be honest, because I think their position is a little much, I mean, well, it's a lot different than the teacher is. They're kind of trying to work with a kid, and if they're a one-to-one para, that in itself is a struggle. Mm-hmm. So imagine trying to be a one-to-one to a child that's virtual. How do you redirect that kid when you're not physically there in front of them to redirect them? Yeah, Jackson, I, I had to put Jackson's tarot on uh, speakerphone to redirect him several times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so he's doing this now, he's not doing that. Oh, Jackson, I need you to focus. Remember what I said, remember this, remember that. Like, that was mm-hmm. that was the gist of it. Yeah. Well, at least it was a, a- she respond, you know, it was a good use of her time. She probably felt a whole his, lot better too. His time. Yeah, his, his time. Too. Yes, yeah. his time. Yeah, yeah. well, well, and, and also he loves my son and he's worked with him for years, you know, and he really. You he can't say that they're not depressed. supposed to love the children, Maria. Oh, <laughs> he gets along very well. I know, because I know mine love my kids, you know, but, you know, by, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to get emotionally attached. Like, how do you yeah, not get emotionally cool. attached to a child that you know has struggled <laughs> and is now, you know, has shown progress and you're part of that uh, assistance for them to make progress? How do you not, mm-hmm. like, get emotional? I mean, who, if you've got a pulse and a belly button, you're human. Mm-hmm. He's been mm-hmm. in his uh, Paris since first grade. 
So he's seen him grow. Yeah. And he, you know, he wants him to to continue. You know, he doesn't want him to regress. And but yeah, it is. It, it's 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 very hard for these parents to continue their job. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, what do you say, Ellen? I was like, just straight through it. <laughs> what? They <laughs> said, what do you say, Ellen? <laughs> what says Ellen? Yeah. And I said, you, your recommendation is just drink through it. <laughs> oh, I'm through it. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the old bag in the unit. <laughs> hey, and and the one with the most knowledge, right? Yes. So, I'm, I I want to be that old bag with all oh, that information, Lord. girl. What would you suggest to people? Um, you know, I I I'm with Trisha. I want to give it like that thirty day, um. Let's see how this works for 30 days because the first week is, it's sort of like uh, Ramadan. The first week is the hardest, you know, because you're actually adjusting to not eating. So you're adjusting to not having been in school for so long and all of a sudden you're back in that setting. Let's see what this, let's see what, what tantrums this brings because now a child who's been home for a certain amount of time, who has not had a busing routine, has not had um, <clears throat> a school routine, and has not even wanted to participate, for lack of a better um, a, a description, because remote does not work for them. All of a sudden, you're shoving school back into their into their world. So I'm willing to give it the thirty days, and we can revisit this. You know, yeah. Because but but the clock starts as soon as we start, and I'm documenting everything. I might even do a live video, uh, live diary of what that looks huh. like. Good for you. Because, because if you think about it, you know, it's easy to, to now justify, well, this isn't working because this is look what I, I went through just to get him ready for school. Mm -hmm. You know, and then once he got to school, you know, and, and bear in mind, my parents are not going to be able to go in unless there's an appointment. You know, um, because you can't have parents running through the school anymore. Um, parents will drop them off at the curb site. Someone, one of the paras or uh, an AP will be outside to escort the child in to the temperature area. Temperatures will be taken, you know. And Ellen, while we're at it, can we send a, uh, can we send a letter from the CCSE? Finding, requesting to find out why the child, the children who Gloria, grow, I don't know if it's my sing. phone or. Do you Keep not hear me? In and out. Okay, it might no, be it's where like it I might be. Breaks up. Is it better now? Is it better now? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Could we send a letter as CCSC requesting to find out why? Um, Busing attendants will not be monitoring a child's temperature before they get on the bus. Why what before they get on the bus? Why not take their temperature? They're, I thought they were. No, apparently Buddy. the buses, the bus operator attendants don't need to do it. Don't need to do what? They don't need to check their take temperature. The temperature. Why not? I have no idea, but apparently that's not part of the that's not part of the new game plan. They will be taking temperatures when they get to the school, which makes no sense because this child is being transported. Yeah. Asymptomatic, who may mm -hmm. have a low grade temperature. Now he sat on a bus and even if like even if they got mm -hmm. one bus, that that bus is now contaminated. Yep. If this child is on that bus because nobody took a temperature, they should be able to not even get on the bus if the temperature read is different. What about the bus driver? The bus driver is going to have a shield. So the bus driver will have no interaction 
um, with the, this, the only people that will have any interaction is the bus attendant. And to my knowledge, or to at least my suggestion, they should be able to get off the bus, scan the child with the, with the, with the therm, uh, thermometer, the digital thermometer, at least at least about four feet. If they extend their arm, they can stand four feet away from the kid. And they can take the temperature, the child will get on the bus, and then counting, I think, 10 seconds later, they get on the bus because it gives them that child wiggle room to accommodate themselves to the seat. So the bus driver and the bus matron meet yeah. at the depot to get on. Uh -huh. It's not like not like yes. they pick up the bus matron or the para. At, oh, that's well. not true. I know some attendants right. that get picked up in front of their house by the driver. I don't mm -hmm. think that's a. I don't think that's kosher. And I don't think that's going to be possible anymore because they have to get there. They have to document. That's how we do the contact tracing. Where did it start? So if they checked in, they have to get checked in that they have don't have a temperature before they pick up their bus. And well, who's I was monitoring, always who's monitoring who's cleaning the buses? How well they're disinfected? Well, I imagine, I, I'm not being facetious here, I imagine the companies will do a darn good job because they don't want to lose a contract or be considered like a typhoid Mary kind of person, mm -hmm. you know, don't get on yada yada bus because they infected 38 schools. It would destroy them, absolutely yeah. destroy them. Yeah, mm -hmm. because we will start suing. So, Here's an angle, though, for that, right? Because there are bus drivers that take their buses home. I don't think that's going to be possible either. <laughs> like, like, well, those are the... Boot shopping. Boot shopping? How about going to the mall, okay? I've seen them at the mall. Oh, yeah, me too, but I've seen them at the supermarket. The mall. So how does that work? I've seen the, I've seen the, 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 the model, the model bus drivers that have their bodies done over with like the, the face I never know when she's telling the truth anymore. <laughs> I have no I'm like, idea. On my children's lives, I swear. <laughs> I, 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 I still don't know. I am going to take, I'm going to uh, take pictures so you can see those women that from a distance, they look real fierce and they turn around and they could be your grandma. Oh <laughs> my God. Like, girl, you should have gotten a new face, girl. They just, they just go, what the hell, child? Look, I, I, you know, in defense of grandmas, I am not going to take that. No, no, no. I'm, no, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> back up. Go ahead. I back up. Let's to, see. You know, no. I want to age graceful. And I want to accept every part of what every age brings to me. So I the woman who has too. perfect skin. A perfect skin. Okay, yes. But, uh, skin, but you know what? But, in but let me tell you. It's, perfect. But I can only do a headshot. I can only do a headshot because the rest is all messed up, girl. Oh, all right? Stop. So. No, it is. Look, I would be a. I would be a great burlesque dancer in a blind man's club. Okay. You know? <laughs> Always. Wait, Why you know, are we on burlesque clothes and bodies and I'm faces? Well, I, I mean, we just, yeah, we digress. So, yeah, no, but these drivers, I've seen them take their buses and they don't go back to the garage. They keep the bus with them. I've seen them go to their grocery shopping. And I'm I'm blown away when I see them in the supermarket in their busing uniform, um, you know, doing their grocery shopping and they're getting paid their full salary. And they only work like four hours a day. Yeah, but think about it. Would you want to drive dirty screaming children around? No, 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 no. I Listen, this is why I, I, I'm getting to see the other license and I'm not doing this. We don't trust 
I can't. I can't. What else are you talking to someone, Alan? Yeah, yeah. You're talking to someone who 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 has like a hundred jobs. Things on the bucket list. Yeah. Because I I have bucket list, alright, of things that I like. Do you remember? I can't. <laughs> do you remember in Living Color early? Yes. The early. Yes. Do you remember yeah, they used to. He got ten jobs. He got ten jobs. Yes. And yeah. that's a, and lazy and yes. lazy sister only lazy. has four. Lazy sister only has yes. four. Yes. Exactly. He <laughs> got oh. ten jobs. Well, I you know, I haven't met a West Indian that doesn't have thirty jobs. All right. I haven't met. A Who West is cleaning West. their pots? Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> I was. I was packing. I roasted. I roasted uh, peppers. Uh, I fire roasted peppers uh, so that I could put them in a salad. And I you live in an apartment building. I don't even want to know how you did that. On top of the stove, I clean my 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 grates. I wash my my uh my my grates. I wash my my peppers. I put them right on top of the fire. I roasted them and voila. And now they're soaking in garlic and olive oil. So next week we will be having a cooking show. <laughs> Let's find the Listen, I'm creating a CCSE cooking class. Because oh, one of our, no. our members decided that she wants to take a cooking class with me because I do it. Yeah, because she probably heard you put clanking and clanking and stirring and no, stirring no, no. and percolating. So we actually had a we actually had a meeting and I one of our members uh, is an EMT and she's right from my house. So she had not eaten dinner. She was eating cookies for dinner. Oh no. And I bought her, so I bought her food. So <laughs> one of our other members said, I want my order in. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's where it started. Got it. Yes, this is where we're going to have a CCSE cooking class. So Eddie, you let me know if you want to make rice and rice and gandulas, all right? <laughs> I can't even. Oh my goodness. You don't want to make rice and gandules? She said no. I like gumbo. I don't. You like gumbo? I love gumbo. Okay. Do you like, uh, do you like hot gumbo or do you like. Spicy. So that your eyes turn purple and you sweat. Ooh. Yeah. Almost like jambalaya. Spicy. Oh, wow. I don't like spicy. So just let me know me how it either. goes. Yeah. I love it. I'll cook it, but I don't. I don't eat. Lordy. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Right. And spicy shrimp. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Well, now I know what to make you, Ellen. Yeah. I'll With give you my sriracha. recipe. Well, of I'll course. Make for you. Yeah. Of course. Do you like jalapeno peppers? Love it. Oh no. Love it. Okay. This sounds like oh, a nightmare. They're so risky. <laughs> Ellen, you're so See, you know, everybody yeah. figured because I was Irish, I only ate bread and butter. Carry <laughs> <laughs> butter, right, Ellen? Carry gold, carry gold, carry gold. There you go. I love carry gold butter. When we were kids, my father used to make a poor man's cake. He'd, he'd uh, lightly toast some bread, put butter on it, and sprinkle it with brown sugar and tell us it was poor man's cake. I think I was 38 before I realized it was a lie. <laughs> That's okay. We had we we had wish sandwiches. So our wish sandwiches was I wish bread I had a sandwich and some mayonnaise. Wait, bread and some mayonnaise because we wish we had, you know, cold cuts and cheese yeah. in between, but that was it. Do you guys remember sloth? Oh God, that's gross! I love yes. Yeah. Oh, you me, me too, Trisha. <laughs> oh, how did we get from bussing to fluff? I have no <laughs> idea, but I love it. <laughs> you know why? Because we started talking about the bus drivers who were uh, their bodies fixed and go grocery shopping. Coming <laughs> food shopping. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. We probably we'll lost. Talk about the reality. We would probably be crying by now. So this is true. This is true. So yeah. yeah so I'm with Trisha. We probably I'm lost everybody on this call. 
they're laughing. They're laughing. No, they're laughing. People are laughing, actually. <laughs> I lost everybody. Concern, like, I, I don't think people have, have really talked about um, kindergartners and like the whole training five process and like starting school for the first time. And oh, everybody you know, turns five. Like, <laughs> the, usually the, these kids, you know, need to be, you know, coddled and like comforted and. You know, this is a whole new. I whole need to be cuddled in no. environment all for them. Those, all those parents with the kids that are going into kindergarten, the I've seen a, the majority of them saying, "Oh, remote learning." They said, "Oh no, heck no, not for me. I'm not sending my kid into that. I'm just gonna keep my child home." That's what I, that the majority of what I've been seeing. It's a it's very yeah. rare that I've seen a parent say like, I have my kids gonna start kindergarten and he's gonna go or she's gonna go into school. That's not well, even happening. Jackson school they have they have a lot of kids coming in. For kindergarten? Yeah. So they're so doing the blended a, program. It's a scary situation for them. You know, it's it's sort of like, all right, sink or swim, here you are. This is it. They don't even know what school is like, so this is their first program into it. It's like, yes, yeah, they usually coddle. Different. We're living in an era where we used to work fire drills. Um, if you had to leave the building for a college break. Um, so these kids are now learning what COVID looks like. Right. I know. So right. imagine how scary that is. That right. It's sort of like, um, oh my God, what is the um, the psychologist who said that you hug a child and you let another one sit there and cry and comfort himself to sleep? Usually, usually, that's a child that will never thrive. I'm thinking these children may never thrive because they don't know what engagement looks like because social distance will be the new norm. Yeah. So what other factors come into play for these kids? And what are we looking at 10 years from now when they're 15? Right. It's tough. So that's a whole, a, whole, uh, a whole new set of problems. Yeah. What say well, you, Ellen? We lost Ellen. Ellen's gone? Yeah. She didn't like the busing. <laughs> <laughs> the busing stressed her out. <laughs> what what we do know is that there's another week of summer school. What we do know, there are tentative plans for September. Um, what we do know is that um it's, daily, by the way. right well i said it's tentative tentative for yeah. september and what we do know is that um no decision is an easy one for parents teachers administration none the like it's not an easy decision and uh, we have to start the coping process all over again in september whatever that looks like we haven't even we haven't even adjusted to this. One. No, I mean I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm doing pretty decently right now. I think maybe because we only have a week left in school. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just flying by the seat of my pants for the rest of the week. I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard. But. Let's end on a good note. Uh, well, we've been laughing this whole time, so it's not like we've been sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you, um, today was a really good day. Matt Matt's language was uh, on point today. Oh, here goes Ellen. Ellen's back. Ellen's back. 
Um, so Matt said to me, it and I had I had to write it to my mom so she can know what, what he said. Um he said, It's done, mommy. I know it. I know it now. And he was talking about the dryer being finished because he wanted us a, a toy that was in the dryer being because he had dirtied it and I had washed it and so I put it in the dryer to dry and he was telling me it's done. <clears throat> and then he said because he was waiting for his dad to come all day so by like almost bedtime like I was about to put him in the, the tub and he's like like I'm so upset <laughs> and I'm like what you so upset about he's like I'm just I'm so upset and I'm like where did he get all this this language wow. from Yeah, I just couldn't understand like how could he actually verbalize such language in COVID time? Like he seems like he's progress. I mean, I don't see it, but my mom is like, yeah. Every time I talk to him, he's progressing, and you know, his conversation with me is just phenomenal. And I'm just like, well, I'm glad you see it because I just don't see it until I hear stuff like this, and I'm like. He's expressing emotion and and expressing, mm -hmm. you know, thoughts, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's I, I thought that was like amazing today. And then then his father came up. And started. So. Yeah, that was, that was me riding by Ellen's house. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Stop revving your engine. Right? You know. I like a good thrill in my life. I was waiting, sitting by the window. I won't do that again. Oh boy. Uh, right. Ellen's the only one that has a house phone, I think. No, Gloria, you do. Oh, I don't. Uh, Maria. Yeah, Maria, you're you're good note because we didn't get to to hear from you last week. So, oh. bring us up to speed, quick, fast, in a hurry. Up to speed. Jackson has been uh, having summer school at home with his father. His father made up his own plan, and he's been sticking to it. And they have been exercising every single day. Um, and he has been a lot verbal just like Matt it's um it's it's great to hear you know he's um he's using more words and different words and um and I am super proud of him it's just been it's been good it's been good so I'm happy and um the baby is in a walker and he's running no. the house now, like Speedy Gonzalez. Yes, he is. He's in college. Stop lying. He's in college. <laughs> he's in college. Exactly. He's in college. That's a baby. Yeah, he's a baby. You know, thinks that he can, you know, hang with the big boys. So he's got his walker now. So he's all over them, and it's hilarious. But it, but things are things are good. Thank you. It's very good. Good. Gloria, update. Okay. What's doing? So, my uh, my Steven, who I actually self-diagnosed as having depression, um, <clears throat> because of the patterns that we were seeing with sleeping more, um, not you know losing language and um, not being a happy, vocal young man that I remember, um, is busting Tara, and there are a couple, so. His busing parrot is the male, and the wife is the busing parrot from his brother. Um, they called and said they, they wanted to come by and, and see the boys, um, especially Kristen, obviously. And, uh, you know, I said, well, listen, I know how they are, and I, I told them to come upstairs because I don't want to take them outside. And he laying down anyway. And he, they came upstairs, and as soon as we even heard their voices, especially the, uh, his busing got up out of the bed. He was so happy to see them. He hugged them and called them by their name and kissed them. 
and they had bought a box of pizza. And he said, he took the box of pizza and said, thank you, and walked away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but it was just a good moment. They were very happy to see each other. Um, I know they've missed my boys as much as my boys have missed them. Um, And it was nice to have them come and see that the boys are doing well. Despite all the changes, they they themselves miss what life used to be like, what their routine used to be like with Ellen has to give us all the details on the new baby. Well, as Gloria says, he wasn't born. He walked out. He was eight and a half pounds, 21 inches. And he was born at 1222. So I'm betting that number. Wow. Yeah, you bet I am. I'm, I'm betting that number for a year straight and and mixed so but uh he's home they came home today yeah around 3 30. so now the fun really starts john is still oh, no, no he's yeah, still with yeah. me well, well he's keeping you company company we went to the beach we went out to to see my niece who lives out in, in the rockaways and you didn't call me? What are you going to do? <laughs> Come down and see you wherever you oh. were? We were on the bay side watching the boats go by. And then... And then I know that. I, I do not appreciate when people come to my area and don't give me a call so I can see them. Oh, I am wounded. I am wounded. Yes. I am wounded. Cut to the quick. You really yeah. want to spend, you really want to spend a hot afternoon in the sun with seven McHughes, each one paler than the other, running around, splashing each other with uh, Capitone 59 so that we don't get burnt? Eating bologna's eating bologna sandwiches. I mean, this is not what you would call a uh, eclectic crowd. <laughs> I'm very diverse myself. Oh, God. My last name could easily change to McBride. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Because now I, she tells me. My, I, have, I have Irish in, in my lineage. And that's called McBride. I think McBride. Yeah, McBride. Don't get me. McBride was a big name in the Irish Resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Then he got chased. Then he got chased out of the country. So uh, who knows where he went? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! I'm learning something about my lineage. All right. Hey. Oh, well, depending on where your lineage is, there's all kinds of Irish ancestry uh, research places. Um, If you look at Montserrat, Montserrat was a penal colony for the English, and the only people they seemed to punish were the Irish. And when they were released from the penal colony after having served their sentence, there was nowhere for them to go. So they stayed on the island, and they married the natives. Everybody on the island of Montserrat has an Irish last name. Interesting. Everybody. Well, we're still digging, so but we know that Irish is is close. Well, I have Spanish. It's interesting because Ryan and Rourke are both married to living with two ladies who are one is from Colombia, the other one is Mexican through uh, Texas, and uh, we 
we did a hundred years ago <laughs> we did a genealogical thing and we have Irish and Spanish blood so we've been trying we might be related you never know you don't know <laughs> we got to get what's his name Louis Gossett not Louis Gossett um, what is the guy's name who does the lineage on Channel 13? We got to get him to find out if we're related. But we might. The tracer, we're, the tracer? Yeah, we're we're related. They go. They went back to the Basque Basque area or Bosque. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. So, and and they're a bunch of revolutionaries anyway. <laughs> they're looking to secede from Spain. So it may it may be a genetic thing. Secession is in there, is in the media. <laughs> but uh, the baby's in great help. John is here, and I, I also have to say, as pretty as it was to stay on the bay side, it was bloody hot. <laughs> yeah, you miss the breeze. You Which sure do. On my side. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll be there next. We'll be there next Saturday, because well, you know everybody else. John is the only kid, and I'm thinking to myself, why the hell didn't I tell, say something to you? Because him and Matthew could have played on the ocean. So we'll be there next Saturday. All right, give me a call. I'm always yeah. here. <laughs> I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> well, they got along so well that night. We were at that meeting with Carranza. Right? Oh, my God, that was yes. oh yes. gosh. I have that picture. I'm putting that picture up on my wall. There was a nice shot of Carranza with, with, with Matthew. Matthew knows how to pose. Oh, yeah. He you does. know, He's this kid does not miss a camera. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, when you're good looking and smart, why not? Exactly. Oh, he wants right? to be famous. He's, gonna, he's putting his... Uh, he sure is. Oh my See? gosh. What a character this is. Ladies, it's been wonderful. Again, I love you for showing up, sharing, sharing. laughing. Too much. <laughs> We're always enough. We're always just enough. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Just <laughs> enough. And then it ends. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But no, I'm right. looking at the supermarket to see if she's in any dry right, Helen? <laughs> with with a 21-year-old body. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, she just outside. went to sleep. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't go outside. But until next time, ladies, I appreciate you. I love you. And stay well. I will call you during the week. Yes, please. All right. Okay. All right. Take Pat care, later. ladies. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night.